Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. And as you already know, Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience is that you would hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and of course, you can reach us through our website at www. Dot yield to the king ministry.org. Welcome to today's episode entitled The Word of God, A Lamp Unto My Feet. I had a lot of fun preparing for this episode, and I must say that it was very, very convicting, uh, a good reminder of what and how we should, what we should do and how we should go about making not only major decisions in our life, but just decisions. So the promotional material kind of sums it up, and it says, we all seek guidance and advice from family, friends, and the experts. Throughout life, we make important decisions about higher education, careers, employment, who to marry, rearing children, financial matters, and medical concerns, and that's just to name a few. Whose advice is worthwhile, and whose advice should we tune out? Tuning out unhelpful advice and opinions gives us more time to listen to sound counsel. There is a roadmap for all our lives, and we have access to it. Psalm 119.105 says, The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. That's the King James Version. God's word illuminates. It's a light and darkness and provides clarity to our pathway. So we all have, I could say easily, that everyone has people to see, things to do, and places to go. And if not, then life becomes or is boring. After all, that's what life is all about these days, a jammed, packed schedule, right? When our schedules aren't jam-packed, we don't know what to do with ourselves. When was the last time you delayed a decision? And I'm asking myself that same question. How many of us make hasty decisions that we regret? Life presents challenges and decisions that oftentimes are not easy to make and get through. These challenges are difficult and it's difficult to make decisions that need to be made. So what can we do and where can we go? Today I'd like to give you food for thought and some golden nuggets to store and use when the time becomes appropriate. I always like to start out with scripture. So scripture is the foundation of these episodes, as you all well know. So let's take a look at Exodus chapter 13, verse 21. And it says, by day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way, and by night, in a pillar of fire to give them light, 
so that they could travel by day or night. And that's the English uh, standard version. We travel by day and night trying to fulfill life's pathway. What is our pillar of cloud to guide us and pillar of fire to give us light? Is it self, family, friends? Oh, this is a good one. The Internet? What about self-help books or astrology or is it the word of God? Where can we go to receive the right counsel at the right time for life circumstances when we need to make a decision? That almost sounds too perfect to be true, but I intentionally use the word right to set the stage. Is it even reasonable for us to expect that all of our decisions should be right. I can hear some of you saying now, oh, I don't want to live like a robot, not having the freedom to choose as I want or make a decision that I deem necessary for me given the circumstances. Let's take a look again at Psalm 119, verse 105. The word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So my assumption is that we may pray about the situation and read God's word for guidance, but still there's times when we feel very unclear and uncertain about the direction we should take. In these times, it can be helpful to seek the counsel of others who are wise and godly people. So wise counsel is giving someone advice. It's just that simple. We've all probably received it. We probably have given wise counsel. This advice is godly counsel only when it is in alignment with the word of God, biblical principles, and the work of the Holy Spirit within you. So that Holy Spirit has to be at work within us to to, to prompt us, to heed us, to convict us. And then godly counsel has to match up with God's word. It has to be in alignment with God's word. It can't be off. It can't be a and then biblical principles are things that are a part of our lives and should become a part of the measuring stick for the advice or the godly counsel that we receive from others. Here are four important things to consider when seeking godly counsel. The first one is examine the character and values of the person or persons of whom we seek and receive advice. So we have to ask ourselves, What is their motive in providing us with the advice that we receive? Proverbs 12 and 15 says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man is he who listens to counsel. So sometimes people can give you advice, and it can be self-motivating and really just wrapped up in their own circumstances, the choice that they would make, And sometimes that advice is not what it should be. So just be careful and just consider looking at the character and the values of that person. What kind of decisions do they make in their life? Have they lived a life, not a perfect life, have they not, and and not, they've not made perfect decisions, but have they been able to incorporate maybe the counsel that they're giving you or I into their own lives? 
The second golden nugget or important thing is seek the counsel of many persons and let the Holy Spirit reveal God's direction. So in other words, assess and understand where there is consensus and harmony. And that's based on Proverbs 24 and 6, which says, for by wise guidance you will wage war, and in abundance of counselors there is victory. So the counsel of many persons, and let the Holy Spirit reveal. So you may go to one person or two or three or many, and sometimes all of the counsel that you receive or I receive could be spot on. There may be one or two things that are just a little off from some, but the harmony is going to be when it's in alignment with the word of God. And the consensus is that everybody is in agreement that this is the path that one should take or the decision that one should take or whatever the circumstances are. You know, there's a scripture that says, wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there shall I also be. So if we're in agreement and we stand in agreement and we've tested the spirits and we've aligned the counsel up in God's, with God's word, that's good counsel that most people can take and go ahead and apply to their lives. The the third uh, important thing is seeking wise counsel is a sign of maturity and humility, not weakness or indecisiveness. And that's based on Proverbs 16, verses 1 through 3, and it reads like this. The plans of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Verse 2 says, all the ways of a man are clean in his own sight. But the Lord weighs the motives. Verse 3 says, commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. So there again, it's like, okay, what is, what, what's the motive behind the decision that's being made? Or what's the motive behind the counsel that is being offered? And when we go to seek others, a sign of maturity and humility, not weakness or indecisiveness. Sometimes it's just good to wait on the Lord. And so when you're seeking counsel and there isn't that consensus and there isn't that harmony and it doesn't line up with the word of God and the Holy Spirit is not saying, yes, this is the green light that you've been waiting for, then I would hold off. I would hold off from making a decision until those things are very, very clear for me. The fourth thing is our trust should not be in the people who give the advice, but in God who through the Holy Spirit can use people to give us wisdom and assist us along the path of life. That's based on John, 1 John 4 and 1. And it says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. So not every information, piece of information, not every opinion, not every word of advice is from God. People come up with their own ideas. They come up with their own theories. So you want to test the spirit and make sure that those things that we've talked about that are important, you've examined the character and the values of the person who is giving you the advice, that this, this, you know, the Holy Spirit is at work within you, telling you, yes, this red light or green light, and then, uh, you know, you, you are comfortable with the information that you're receiving and you're pretty sure 
uh, or almost positive that it is in alignment with the word of God. So here are a number of scriptures found in the book of Proverbs in the Old Testament. Solomon, the biblical king, wrote Proverbs. God asked Solomon, what do you want from me? And Solomon asked God for wisdom. He could have asked for anything, but he asked God for wisdom. Proverbs was written by Solomon and is considered the book of wisdom. Proverbs 1.17 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 11 and 14 says, where there is no guidance, a people falls. But in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. Proverbs 12, 15 says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. Proverbs 15, 22 says, without counsel plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. Proverbs 19, 20 through 21 says, listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Many are the plans of the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. And then finally, we have Proverbs 28, 26, which says, whoever trusts in his own, own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. There you have it. You've got the five, the four important things. You've got some uh, food for thought and golden nuggets to store away and use and remember when you need them. So in closing, to answer those questions, look for practicality of the word of God and its application for our life. Where should we go? To whom should we go? What can we do? Who are we looking to for guidance and, and seeking advice for decisions that we make? Is it the word of God? Is it self, family, friends, the internet, self-help, or astrology? We will make choices in life, good decisions and maybe not so good decisions. If we pray and consult God first, he will surely provide us with the guidance and answers we need. God may place someone in our lives who will provide godly counsel, but we should always seek God's counsel first. Learn to pray and wait on him. With God's help, the decisions we make will give us comfort in knowing that we've made the right decision by considering and receiving from him the most worthwhile advice there is for us. And with that, I want to say may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you.